Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Your getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination, so pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Okay, we're on now. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, PGA Championship Week. Steve Johnson here, along with Minnesota Temporachka. And, uh, hey, we had an update on Hank and his, uh, his major. Hank's got a major going on right now, pickleball major. Uh, we had an update. I have not heard an update from the great Hank Haney. Um, he is incognito at the moment. He is focusing in on the great pickleball tournament in Vegas. Okay, so... Typically, he's not just a singles guy. He's a doubles guy. Not only is he a doubles guy, but he's a mixed doubles guy, too. So, um, I mean, I'll tell you what, no matter what Hank does, and that's why I think that uh, once you're a great coach, you can pretty much be a great coach and everything um, because coaches, great coaches think alike no matter what sport they're in. It's a linear thinking. It's you're here. You want to get there. This is how you get there. It may be painful for you. But there's no sidetracks. This is how you get there straight away. And that's I what Hank does. I would disagree with that, though. I would disagree with that. I understand that's what Hank does, but it's not necessarily the linear thinking that makes Hank so successful in so many different things that he does. It's the willingness to learn. It's the willingness to work hard to figure all this out. Just because you're a golf coach doesn't make you a great pickleball player or pickleball coach. Just because you're a great golf coach doesn't make you a great basketball coach. But the one thing that they all have in common is the hard work, the mentality to understand. Um, I, I, that's where you got it wrong, Tim. You've got that wrong because, you know, Hank has talked to – Hank is, he, he likes watching basketball. You know, he's, he loves the hoops. Uh, back when uh, Shaquille O'Neal was having a hard time with the free throws, one of Hank's basketball buddies said, Hank, do you think you could help – Shaquille O'Neal with his with his free throw yips. 
And I said, you know, there's no doubt about it. You can help because the process of fixing the yips in anything is exactly the same. Tennis, a guy, baseball, guys throwing the ball back to home plate or throwing the ball back to the pitcher, uh, throwing it to first base. Guys that you've heard that have had the throwing yips, they can fix, they can get fixed, but it's the same process that is consistent with the putting yips, the full swing yips, all that. You've got to change something up dramatically. There's a, a core mistake in there. You've got to identify it. And then you do just the opposite of it. And I, I'm very confident that Hank could fix Shaquille O'Neal's full swing free throw yips. Mm, I don't think so. I think because Shaq's shoulders are way too big. No, no, no. I mean, it's just like that guy. Uh, what's the guy's name that played for? Oh, my gosh. His name. Oh, gosh. His name's on the, the tip of my tongue. Okay, I got it here. It's Markel Fultz. Have you heard of him? I have. Okay, so he was a good good player in college. Uh, got drafted early in the first round. Went to, what, Philadelphia? Did you say? Yeah, he was drafted by Philadelphia, and then he went all around the NBA, and he currently okay. plays for Orlando right now. Okay, so he started having some problems with his shooting. And all of a sudden, it's just, it's exactly like a PGA Tour player. They have a problem with their technique, and, and they start thinking, oh, man, maybe I've got an injury here. Maybe it's my shoulder. Maybe it's my elbow. I got to take a break for a little bit, and I got to rest it, and then I'll come back. And so he did. He rested it, came back. He was just as bad. Never did identify exactly what the, the, the phenomenon was. He kept thinking it was a physical injury, but he had the yips. The guy could not make anything. I mean, he was shooting, he was shooting air balls. And now he was a good scorer, but a lot of his scoring went to the, he went to the bucket and he laid it up. But his, he couldn't, he couldn't shoot a three foot, three pointer to save his life. But nonetheless, he didn't identify the fact that he had a problem. He kept thinking, okay, hey, I just got to rest a little bit. I got to change coaches. I got to change, uh, I got to change tennis shoes. I got to change teams. Who knows what it was? But um, Markel Fultz, look him up. He's awful, or he was awful there for a while. Webb Simpson, same thing. And I think Hank could fix all those guys. He knows hmm. how to fix them. Yeah. So, anyway, um, PGA Championship Week, Tim. And uh, there's a couple big topics for the PGA Championship. I have one, but the one that seems to be on the Golf Channel a bunch is this uh, Grand Slam uh, obsession. The Grand Slam obsession, this is Jordan Spieth's fifth time. Uh, to attempt the Grand Slam. He's, the only, he's only missing the PGA Championship. So what are your thoughts as a lay golfer? What are your thoughts on the PGA Championship and the, and the whole uh, Grand Slam phenomenon? Well, the Grand Slam is one of the hardest things to accomplish, not just in golf, but in all of sports. It's harder than throwing a no-hitter. It's harder than throwing a perfect game in baseball. Only a few guys have accomplished the Grand Slam and when you look at those guys, they're all, of course, they're all Hall of Famers, but they're all legends in the game of golf. So accomplishing that feat is something Phil Mickelson's never done. It's something the top players of the game have never done because it's so difficult. The golf courses are so different. Augusta National and the Open Championship. Think about the way those two majors are constructed and the golf courses are set up. They're completely different, completely different. The style of play, the way you attack off the tee, the greens, the speed, the slopes, 
the look even. I mean, the, uh, the Open Championship is brown every year. And Augusta National, that's green every year. You know, the, the, Isaiah, the, uh, the flowers and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. then you look at the PGA Championship. I haven't even considered that major. I haven't considered the U.S. Open. And um, I honestly believe that the PGA Championship for Jordan Spieth's game is the hardest one to win for him, which is why he's never won it. But he's not long. The PGA Championship is typically a long golf course, and Spieth isn't long, and he's not accurate. So he's got both things going against him, and that's why he's never won the PGA. Well, I mean, of all the major championships, the PGA has gotten some uh, first-timers like uh, Justin Thomas. Yeah, he's a long hitter. Um, but if you ask a player, which, which major would you like, rank the majors in, in order of importance to you as a player? Now, for, if I were a player, here's what I'd rank them. The Masters first. You know, I would say the U.S. Open, but I'm going to say the Open Championship because if I win the Masters and I win the Open Championship, I'm considered a world world uh, player. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm not just a, a continental United States player, but I'm I'm now on the world stage. So I would go Masters first, Open Championship second, U.S. Open third, then PGA fourth. And most players would put the PGA as their fourth major. Now, Justin Thomas, I think he was he was being honest when he said that's the one I really wanted to win because his father was a PGA Pro, is a PGA Pro. His dad was a PGA Pro. His granddad was a PGA Pro. Um, so I can see how that would be important. To Arnold Palmer, the PGA was important because his father was a superintendent and a golf pro, and that was important to him. They asked him later in his life, Tim, on an interview at the Golf Channel. I just saw it last night. They said, if you could do one thing before you die, what would you do? You know what he said? What? I'd win a PGA championship. Hmm. The PGA. That's what he said. That's what uh, he was missing. Um, but, uh, you know, a few a few months, well, about a month ago, we were talking about Rory McIlroy and his quest for the Grand Slam. That wasn't huge news. Why is it such huge, huge news that uh, Jordan Spieth is, is uh, going for his fifth attempt at the Grand Slam? Well, it's because he's playing so well, Steve. I mean, his last few finishes on the PGA Tour have been great. You look at what he did in the Masters, and he didn't go in. You know, he, he finished tied for third there. He won the Valero Texas Open. Last week, he finished ninth. So in his last three finishes on the PGA Tour, it's a win, third, and a ninth. And he's been playing great since the Wasted Management Phoenix Open. He's one of the biggest players on the PGA Tour, the most valuable when Tiger Woods isn't out there. So, of course, this is a big storyline. Okay. Five players have done it so far. Let me name them. Tiger Woods is one, uh, the, the latest. Uh, Jack Nicklaus, Bobby Jones, Gary Player, and Ben Hogan. That is, a, that is a pretty stellar group. Who do you think will be the next one to get that feat? Is he currently on the PGA Tour? You know, uh, there's only a few players that are that are missing the one. Like Phil Mickelson is missing the U.S. Open. Rory McIlroy has to wait till next year because he's missing the Masters. Jordan Spieth is missing the PGA Championship. Um, I'm not sure who else has three, to be honest, that's still playing golf. So um, I, I don't know if uh, I think 
the guy that has the best chance to do it is Jordan Spieth. I'm not talking about this week, but I'm talking about in the future, before it's all over, Jordan Spieth will have the career Grand Slam. Why do you like Jordan Spieth over Rory in that situation? You know, I mean, Rory is too up and down with his 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 focus on golf. I think he's got he's got a bigger picture than golf. Golf is not everything for him. Uh, but I think Jordan Spieth sees golf as his place in in golf. I think he knows his importance in U.S. golf. Um, I think he's going to carry the torch for us for the next 15 years, to be honest. Mm. Jordan Spieth? Yeah, Jordan Spieth. He's going to carry the torch for the next 15 years. Yeah, for the United States. I mean, he's he's the guy that, I mean, who who what U.S. player, what young U.S. player do you think is going to be the next big thing? Will Zalatoris? Probably not. Really? Probably not? not. Well, I mean, he may have the game, but he doesn't have the persona. Yeah, he does. He's got the sick-ass name. He does, too. He's got a nice name. He's got a nice game. He looks good. But he doesn't have the personality. Nah, I mean, he's... he's he, I, I, don't, I don't think so. I, hmm. I, I, I like him. He's my pick. He's on my team for the year. You know that. He's on my. He's one of my five guys. So you would pick jo- Jordan Spieth over Justin Thomas as players that will represent the United States for the next fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. Justin Thomas has got a little hole to dig himself out of when they have those comments that he made. Ah, uh, uh, people are past that already. No, I don't think so. I don't think his sponsors are. Well, who cares about the sponsors? They reflect the sentiment of the fans. So, anyway. Um, Anything else on the Jordan Speed? No, that's all I got. Okay. Well, let's take a break here. When we come back, we're going to talk about my – we talked about what the media was talking about, the Jordan Speed, the Grand Slam, the potential, the fifth attempt at the Grand Slam. I'm going to give it one more shot here, Tim, in this next segment. And I may give it more than one shot, but I'm going to give it a <laughs> shot in the next segment. Okay. And I'm going to tell you why this tournament will never, ever be – out of the the we'll, won't get out of the the fourth ranking of majors unless they change this. Okay, well, pretty good tease, huh? Uh, yeah, I do, I do like that tease. Yeah, I wonder what you're going to talk about. Everyone, yeah, go to HaneyUniversity.com to improve your golf game. Hank has free daily golf tips coming out to your email inbox. It's as easy as that. You sign up to this newsletter for free, and you will get free daily golf tips to your email. If you are a golf nut. You need to subscribe to Haney University because this is one of the several ways that you can get better at golf. And instead of paying millions and millions of dollars for a lesson, this is free. And there are free daily videos about driving, putting, chipping, pitching coming straight to your email inbox. Go to HaneyUniversity.com and also check out the great practice aids that Hank has on there so you can improve your game. We'll be right back with the great predictor, Steve Johnson's reasoning why the PGA Championship will always be the fourth best major. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, 
John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Okay, Tim, put your seatbelt on. Put your seatbelt on because the PGA Championship is this week, and you know what that means. That means that it's a big field, 156 players this week, big field. Yeah, but you got the daylight, you know, and it's going to be tough to get finished if they have any type of of, uh, weather issues at all. It's going to be tough to finish the first couple days. Why? Daylight hours, man. They're all teeing off the first hole. I mean, it's it's it's, a 156 players is a lot of players. Well, it's daylight savings time. It is daylight savings time. And we're going to have I mean, we are going to have some great coverage too i mean there's going to be a lot of coverage mm-hmm. they're already covering a guys practicing what do you think of the guys practicing with shorts on now what what's your take on that i'm fine with it okay no jorts they're not wearing jorts you know what jorts are jean shorts <laughs> jean shorts they're not doing that but the reason the pga championship is always going to be number four in my book tim um Back a few years ago, there were 40 players. Then there were 25 players. Now there's a team of 20 players. And these 20 players that got invited to, got exempt, 
into the PGA Championship are club pros. And you know, uh, I've taken a, I've taken a, a beating from my fellow golf professionals, the hosts on our old uh, station. Oh, Michael Breed tore me a new one. He did. I did. I did win. I did win some money off of Jeff Warren, but he didn't. Never did pay. Did I tell you that he never paid? I I was just about to ask you if he paid. Yeah, or not. never paid. Hundred dollars. I gave him a three hundred to one. He bet a thousand. Could have been a big payday for him, but I knew that's how sure I was that, that the PGA Tour pros. The bet was that they would make the cut. That they'd this one guy would finish in the top twenty, and I thought there's no absolutely no way. It's happened maybe once in the history of the PGA members playing in the in the PGA Championship. But there's a team of twenty guys, and you think, okay, 20 guys, let's get the best club pros that can compete at this level. And so what they did is they have PGA Club Pro Championship, and they get they uh, take the top 20 guys, and they have a playoff. They, this year, they had five guys playing off for the four spots, and uh, 20 guys made it. And can you believe the best we could come up with, the best in the top 20, for the PGA Championship, we're, we're competing against guys like Will Zelatoris, Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, Colin Morikawa, and others. And the best we could come up with is one of our 20 is a guy that's 60 years old. Now, he's a good player, but he's 60 years old. He can't compete at, in the PGA Championship. Now, he may be able to compete at the PGA Senior Championship. But I'm talking about Sonny Skinner. He qualified. He's a PGA Life member from Georgia. This is his fourth PGA championship. The guy is 60 years old. That's not, that, that's not right. Why is that not right? Because, well, first of all, how can a 60-year-old can compete with, with younger men? In well, any everyone level? knows he can, but he, they're paying respect to the game. Golf is all about paying respect, Steve. They do things that are... Very uncharacteristic, like in other sports. You got to wear your, or you got to take your hat off in the clubhouse. You got to dress a certain way. You got to do things a certain way. So, guys that have been involved in the sport for their entire lives, this is paying respect to them. Okay, so let's let's look at other sports, individual sports. Like this is an individual sport. Does the uh, Australian Masters? Does the U.S. Open? Does Wimbledon? Do any of these guys have a, a inner squad game of Club tennis club pros that can play at the highest levels with now they could come and qualify with with in the open qualifying, but this is not an open qualifying. It's an inter squad game. It's shirts versus skins, Tim. The Masters has a bunch of amateurs. It it does have a bunch of amateurs, and they they've been invited. They have no chance to win. They have a greater chance. There's more amateurs that make the cut at the masters that make the cut at the PGA championship that the club pros make the cut at the PGA championship. I agree with that take. There is. I mean, it just is the facts, but you can't have an inner squad game and say, Hey, you know, we're going to have these 20 guys are going to come and they're going to play and, and have any legit. I mean, they're number, that's why they're number four. That's exactly why they're number four on the list of majors. Is because you can't have that that type of, of field and have any type of legitimacy. Well, here's what I would do. I'm not just talking about the problems. I've got solutions too. We talked 
early in the week about golf being an international game and, uh, you know, the, uh, the World Premier League, we talked about that. And here's one thing that the PGA Championship can do. Now, let, let's hear me out on this. Okay. Instead of inviting club pros, what if we picked out 20 guys that are the leaders in their tours in different continents, like the Australasian tour? Let's invite their top two or three players. Let's invite the top two or three players from the Jap Japan tour. Okay. Let's invite the top two or three players from any other tour, the, you know, the, the, uh, the South American tour, the South African tour, wherever. But you could come up with 20 players that would be interesting to see for the, for the viewer. Hey, let's, let's check these guys out. This golf is, wow, I didn't know golf was so great in Malaysia. Look at this guy. He's a great player, and he's a Malaysian. You know, I mean, it just, it, it, it makes more sense to invite, to embrace the best players in their continent rather than to embrace the winners of an inter-squad game. That might have been your greatest idea you've ever uttered. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I, I, the hair on my arm stood up when I was talking about that because, I mean, I, I think let's do something that's good for the game. It's not good for the game. I'm, and I'm telling you, at least one of these guys is thinking, oh, my God, I just don't want to embarrass myself out there. I do not want to embarrass myself. And I'm telling you what, I've been on some big stages caddying. I've been on some big stages in front of a lot of people. And when you're on that big stage and you're not used to being on that big stage, man, it can get ugly fast and there's no escape. You can't, there's no exit stage left. You've got to finish out. And, uh, you know, one thing I, they probably tell these guys before they tee off. What's the guy's name? Wah, Seth Wah. He's the president, he's the CEO. He's saying, guys, We've been getting a lot of static from Steve Johnson about you guys playing. <laughs> and one thing I'm, I'm going to ask just one thing from you guys, turn a score in. Do not WD, do not no card, because if you do that, then we're going to probably have to uh, reconsider what you guys are, uh, your, your entry here. I don't know if Seth Wall is calling a super secret meeting like the um, Super Golf League is at Kiowa right now to talk about the great predictor Steve Johnson's take on the club bros. Well, you, you just don't know that you don't know the game of golf. Like I do. <laughs> okay. got, I mean, I'm telling you what I, I the, these, I'm going to tell you who the guys are just to give them some respect because I'm going to give them props. Can I name them? Yes. I'm just going to very quickly, uh, Danny Balin, who's played in eight PGA championships, Peter Ballow, uh, Alex beach, Frank Benzel Jr. is 53 years old, by the way. Tyler uh, Collette, Ben Cook, Mark Geddes, Larkin Gross, Derek Holmes, Greg Koch, or Coke, Rob LeBritz. You say Koch? Brad Koch. Brad Merrick, <laughs> Tim Pierce, Ben Pollard, Patrick Rada, Sonny Skinner, 60-year-old, uh, Stuart Smith, and Joe Summerhays. And then we've got the winner of this last year's PGA Club Pro, who's getting just absolutely ripped for being in it by his inner squad guys, is Omar Uresti. They don't think that he's worthy of being considered a club pro because he played 377 times on the PGA Tour. And then you got Brett Walker rounding up mm. the field. The team of 20 there, Tim. Yeah. I may not be able to talk about it much more this week, but I just wanted at least early in the week 
Tuesday of the PGA Championship, I just want to let it be known um, that uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm opposed to this. Okay. I did not know that you were opposed to this. I never, this is the first time I've ever heard it. <laughs> um, Thursday, we're going to try to get Jeff on, the club pro at YZ. Okay. We're going to okay. try to get him on and we're going to have him talk to you, see if he can convince you otherwise. Or see if you can convince him otherwise, because you know it'd be fun to have a club pro on. Here, we'll hear what you guys say. I will be the moderator of the debate, and um, it should be a good conversation if we can make that happen. Okay, I'm but in. Coming up next, you had your two cents on the club pro and the PGA Championship, and why it's the least best major. It's number why four. It's number why it's four. The least of the majors. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna come back and say why it ranks third on my list. Ahead of the U.S. Open. Ooh. You know? Okay. Okay. So I, All right. So I got a, I got a little rebuttal. Okay. Everyone go to voodoopainleaf.com to get some voodoo pain relief cream that will take care of your aches and pains. If you are a club pro that's going to miss the cut at Kiowa, go to voodoopainleaf.com and get voodoo pain relief cream, which will cure your aches and your pains after shooting 25 over par at Kiowa Island. So everyone else can take free advantage of this free two-week supply. It will help you. It will help your game. It will help you feel better. Go to voodoopainrelief.com. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be my That's my, my dance, dance, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great, too with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Welcome back. I'm glad I got that off my chest. And we're we're doing the Hank Haney podcast Tuesday of PGA Championship week. Keough Island, man, I'm telling you what, Tim, Keough Island, the golf course, the Pete Dye course there looks fabulous. Are you there? I'm here. Okay. It, I mean, it looks great. I mean, they're showing, you can get on the website, pgachampionship.com, uh, and you can see all the holes. It has a description. They're going to have a lot of coverage, and uh, Randall Chambly and the boys are all doing their analysis live at the PGA Championship. and. Uh, I can't wait for it, to be honest. I mean, I, I think it's number four on my list, but you, you think it's number three on the list. Who is your number four? My number four is the U.S. Open. And, okay. here's, why, and here's why. So I'm not ranking. This is specifically entertainment, okay? This is my list of most entertaining major championships. Now, would I rather win a U.S. Open over a PGA championship? Yes, I would. But I'm talking about what's most entertaining on television. If you had to tell me I had to watch one of the two major championships and I could not watch the other, I would watch the PGA Championship 100 out of 100 times. And this is the reason. I looked at the winning scores in the PGA Championship. Last year, Colin Morikawa at Harding Park shot 13 under par. In 2019, Brooks Kepka shot 8 under par at Bethpage Black. In 2018, Brooks Kepka shot 16 under at Belle Reve Country Club. In 2017, Justin Thomas shot 8 under. 2016, Jimmy Walker shot 14 under. The scores are very consistent. I look at the U.S. Open scores. Bryson DeChambeau last year, 6 under par. Gary Woodland, 13 under par. Okay, fair. In 2018, Brooks Kepka 1 over par. In 2017, Brooks Kepka again, 16 under par. Dustin Johnson, 2016, four under. 2013, 2012, one, on, one over and one over. 2014, nine under. 2015, five under. The scores in the U.S. Open range from one over par, two over par, to 16 under par. And when you look at the PGA Championship, scores range from eight under par to 20 under par was the most that I see um, Jason Day in 2015. And the reasoning is this. The golf course is always the story in the U.S. Open. How high is the rough going to be? How fast are the greens going to be? 
This week at Kiowa Island, I haven't heard one thing about how high the rough is. I haven't heard one thing about how fast the greens are going to be. The USGA, they love to steal the show at the U.S. Open and make it all about the golf course, all about themselves, all about memberships, all about how fast you're playing, whereas the PGA Championship is all about how spectacular these players are playing in the PGA Tour event. Last year, what I remember is Colin Morikawa's great drive on the 16th or 17th hole. He eagles it, and it sealed the deal at TPC Harding Park. In the U.S. Opens, what do I remember? I remember Phil Mickelson putting a moving ball to send a message to the USGA. I remember Shinnecock Hills. I remember they had a stop play to water the greens. I remember this stupid, idiotic setups by Mike Davis. The PGA Championship, the story is the player. And the story is great shots. In the U.S. Open, the story is how treacherous the golf course is. And that's why I would rather watch the PGA Championship over the U.S. Open on television. It's a more entertaining product. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, I think that's uh, that, that, that draws it. And you're talking about personalities. I mean, because when you're talking about the setup of the course and the the running of the tournament and all that, you, you're really you're throwing darts at the USGA because um, that's one of the things that Hank has said about the PGA of America. They do know how to, to set up a course. They knew, do know how to run a tournament. I mean that's that's what they're that's what they're good at, um, but uh, you know I I, uh, I I still disagree with you. I, I'm I'm an advocate. I it's one two three and four, Masters, Open Championship, U.S. Open, PGA. Mm, okay. Now, but before we uh, before we go here, the club pros are one thing, but what do you think about the guys that they invite? One of the exemptions that the PGA does have is past winners. Now, if a past winner um, doesn't qualify some other way, they can get in. I mean, just by saying, hey, I want, I want to play. And I've been looking down the list here, uh, and we've got uh, we've got Rich Beam on there. Yeah. I mean, Rich Beam's a commentator now. He's not a he's not a touring pro. Uh, he's he gave up touring pro status. I mean, he's he's a he's an analyst. Got Y.E. Yang has retired from the game a number of times. And then you've got Sean McKeel, who doesn't have, he's not old enough to retire, but, I mean, he doesn't have PGA Tour privileges any longer. I mean, what do you think about those guys getting in? Well, it's the same as the Masters. They paired them in the same group. Rich Beam, Y.E. Yang, and Sean McKeel. That's a great idea. It's like uh, the fifth wheelers, you know? Yeah, it's a great idea. No, it's a great idea to pair them in the same group. That's you don't have to show them at all. Yeah, yeah, they won't. They won't. They won't. And then you know, it depends on on Rich Beam how he does because uh, he is a good interview. Um, but then they have. Uh, I'm looking at some of the the pairings here. This is a good pairing. You'd like this pairing, the pairing of uh, Will Zel- Zelatoris, Jordan Spieth, Webb Simpson. Mm. They tee off uh, the first hole, uh, one fifty eight. Oh, it's uh. That's a good pairing. Yeah. And then let me sum up scrolling down the list here. Another good one, Patrick Reed, John Rahm, and Tommy Fleetwood. That's a good one. They tee off at 125 off the first tee. 
You know what? They're going both front nine and back nine. I mean, I was wondering how they could get them all off the first hole, but they can't. They can't get them all off the first hole. Uh, they're splitting the nines there. Going morning and afternoon times. Justin Thomas, Brooks Kepka, Roy McElroy, they tee off in the morning off a of hole number 10. That'll be a good group. Yeah. We're going to talk tomorrow. We're talking about some, uh, some wagering. You know how I love to gamble. Yeah. When are you going to share your winner? When are you going to share your winner with us? Well, not yet. Probably uh, Wednesday, probably tomorrow. Well, well, what is tomorrow's show is Wednesday's show, isn't it? I'm going to do, well, I'm not going to do it today. I've got to do more research. I've got the, the uh, uh, I've got my, my formulas are, are just about finished <laughs> and I've got all the data that I'm inputting and I'm going to give you the, the winner. I'll give you the winner first thing tomorrow morning. Uh, so that'll be early morning Thursday. So uh, I'll get credit with the win. Uh, the post time would not have happened yet. So uh, I'll, uh, I'll give it to you then. Is that okay? That's perfect. Love it. Okay. All right. Everyone, thanks for tuning in. Anything else, Steve? No, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm going to put it out there one more time. Pros from around the world, guys that have actually committed to being pros, not club pros, which is a different, different animal. I mean, touring pros. Get the best pros from every continent. Asia, uh, Australia, New Zealand, South America. Even you could go Antarctica. <laughs> Get the best pros. And it, golf is going to be a world game at some point. It's, it's getting there quickly. Let's get the world players out there. Uh, who cares uh, if, if a guy that uh, did the, the, took your credit card uh, last Friday is teeing it up in the PGA Championship. He's taking your credit card for your green fee and your cart fee, asking you if you want a small bucket of balls to warm up with. Uh, who cares about that? Nobody cares. That's who cares. But uh, that's all I have to say about that, Tim. I care about the little guy. That's all I got to say about that. Everyone, okay. take care. Stay safe. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Hank Caney Podcast. It's been the great predictor, Steve Johnson, and Minnesota Tim all week, while Hank is battling for a pickleball championship. Yeah, we're trying to get an update on that, too, Tim. Let's get an update. Yeah, let's try to get an update on that. Everyone, take care. Stay safe. Hit bombs, make putts, and leave the flag stick in because play is faster and it is a statistical advantage. I love you, Club Pros. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. 
Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.